Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Okay, it's my pleasure to welcome to the show Adam and Matt Scalina. Adam and Matt are brothers and they are realtors in Vancouver. They're also the hosts of the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. Uh, Adam and Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Hey, thanks. Nice to be here, Andrew. Yeah, great to chat with you guys and looking forward to hearing more about um, your experiences in Vancouver. Um, so why don't we just start? You can introduce yourselves a little bit to uh, the listeners and tell us a little bit about who you are and how you got started in real estate. Yeah, so uh, Adam and I both work at the Century 21 in-town realty uh, brokerage here in Yaletown, which is right in downtown Vancouver, sit next to each other. We've been working in real estate for uh, quite some time here. Adam actually is the younger of uh, the two of us. He's younger than me, and he started. He he blazed the path, and uh, I saw what what a great time he was having, and uh, decided to follow follow in his footsteps here. Uh, the way we started the podcast was we were, you know, we basically meet up at the end of the day and talk talk real estate, and. Uh, yeah, it just became one of those things. We we both listen to podcasts, and uh, we both sat around talking about insider kind of real estate all all the time. And we thought, you know, why don't we start one? Yeah, that's great. And so, how long have you guys? How long have you been in real estate? And sort of, do we have a particular area that you focus in in Vancouver? Yeah, so we've been in real estate uh, seven seven years, and uh, we focus in the detached market in Vancouver proper and then also in the attached market in uh, in Vancouver as well. So we sell condos, townhomes and uh, houses, um, but we don't leave Vancouver typically. So uh, we operate from boundary to the water and uh, as far south as Richmond, but yeah, don't, don't cross any bridges. Don't cross any bridges. Okay, good, good. Um, and well, how's your experience been with the podcast? As, uh, always good to hear from a fellow podcaster, the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. I've listened to many episodes. I think you guys are doing a great job. But um, how's it been? How's the uh, how's the feedback been uh, from your listeners, and and what is what what uh, what's the vision for it moving forward? Yeah, I mean it's been uh, it's been really fantastic. We started just over a year ago, and we should say, Andrew, you were you were kind of an inspiration. We once we we started, and we we found about out about your podcast and became big fans of of yours as well. Um, yeah, it's been it's been really great, and the podcast is growing quite quickly in terms of of listenership. Uh, and it's amazing how you know we, we we've met so many so many clients through the podcast help so many people and it's uh yeah we the feedback is always so great we have a lot of realtors listening as well um, right so it's uh no it's it's been awesome and largely in the last kind of three four months um we're you know we've we've launched a new website and uh and yeah we're just going to continue keeping on what we're doing basically i think we're just having a lot of fun with it that's great yeah thanks for the kind words as well and and yeah i definitely keep going i've been doing it a little bit longer than you guys but i can say it's definitely worth it and and uh a lot of people really appreciate the information that they get from uh from this format so keep right. it up um let's talk about the obviously the big thing in vancouver is the foreign buyer tax so it's been a right. few months since it's come in um Maybe take us, give us a bit of an overview um, as not people living in Vancouver, but just reading the headlines from over here in Toronto, pretty much. Um, you know, what was the Vancouver market like 
sort of a few months leading up to the implementation of this tax, and then now you've had a few months with the tax in place. Um, how has the market been since then? Because, I mean, from our perspective here in Toronto, again, we, you know, it, it, it sounds like a lot of doom and gloom. We see these headlines of the Vancouver market is just uh, down X percent or, you know, it's such a dramatic drop in the market. You're hearing these kind of adjectives being right. thrown around. But um, wanted to hear from you being realtors on the ground. Like, what was it like leading? What was it like before? And what is it like now? Uh, what has the impact been of this tax? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of funny. Um, I remember in late August. So the tax was implemented on August 2nd, and it was introduced the last week of July. Um and yeah, there's been some the, the the latter half of 2016, a lot of doom and gloom in the media. Um, you know, the Vancouver Sun had just red arrows pointing downwards was one of the one of the front pages. Um, the 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 stats don't really. I mean, it really depends on what segment of the market we're looking at. But for a lot of a lot of uh, the market, it's it's still actually quite busy. I mean, just to give anecdotally, I I wrote. Uh, on a on a one bedroom condo in Yale Town in downtown two nights ago, there's 20 offers on it. So so the market's it's still very competitive in in at certain price points and with certain types of properties. Um, looking back at at 2016 and the first half of 2016, basically when oil prices took a a, a nosedive and at the start of 2015 is and the currency followed suit is when we saw sort of the market really ramping up. So it was. You know, January, February 2015, it started getting very busy and uh, it didn't slow down in the summer, didn't slow down at Christmas of, of 2015. And then we kind of hit peak craziness uh, in the spring of, of 2016. Um, and it was, you know, it, you just, we were talking when we weren't live here about Toronto. It sounds like we were in, last spring was Toronto right now, you know, where everything was multiple offers. Um, things that comparable properties didn't really make sense in that you'd look at the last five sales and somebody would pay, you know, significantly over what any of the comps suggested. Um, so in order to secure a property, you really had to, you know, bet on that future appreciation and, and kind of tack forward with all that said. So this was, this was the kind of real estate market. There was a lot of, um, anger in, in sort of the, with locals that were feeling like they're priced out and, and, uh, you know, reasonably so, I guess, uh, what we started seeing before they implemented the tax in June and July was, was it actually st was starting to slow down. It was starting to cool. Uh, we had a detached home in East Vancouver in June and that was the first time Adam and I both worked. Uh, I worked a Saturday open house. Adam worked a Sunday. And uh, we noticed like the, the it wasn't 100 pairs of shoes at the front door. And, uh, you know, I was like, what's what's going on here? So it was starting to cool. Um, and, and that's sort of been everyone kind of has that in mind now that that was that was kind of the case. Um, but the when the provincial government announced that tax and they announced it very quickly um and you know everyone had kind of six days if you could if you were not a permanent resident or a canadian citizen to to complete on a property to avoid that 15 percent. i mean they gave a very short window there was kind of pandemonium it was right before the august long weekend and august it was like a punch in the face really the market it was it was like watching you know a, a market kind of teeter 
uh, for a month or two. But since then, we've uh, we've seen you know kind of business as usual. I think it sounds like it's very similar to Toronto in that uh, it's really a lack of supply. I mean, a lot of people that were started hunting last year just couldn't find a place, um, and they're they're out now looking, and it's it's still quite competitive. What we found is that the the foreign buyers tax has really chopped off the the top end. So the west side kind of mansion market is is uh, is way down. I mean, stuff just sits right. Um, but at the entry level, whether it's on the west side, which would be up to two point seven five million and below, you know, speaking generally, on the east side of, of Vancouver, kind of anything under for detached homes under one point two five, those properties are still moving. The condo market under a million 1.25 downtown is still is still very competitive um you know the sales ratios for january were you know it was still it was 30 percent for downtown condos um so you know it's still still quite competitive and um it hasn't been as as doom and gloom as as I'm, the national media has suggested as and it also hasn't been as doom and gloom as the the local media i mean it's it's funny you you work this market every day and then you you pick up the newspaper and it's there's a there's a disconnect for sure. That's interesting. So, um, are prices falling? Are you seeing prices falling any in any segment? So yeah, I I would say the detached market is is taking the biggest blow right now. So on the east side, we've seen for uh, for single family homes a drop probably in the area of about ten to fifteen percent. Um, and the same could be said on the west side. Uh, but for condos, generally speaking, we've seen a more balanced market. Um, you know, downtown stuff is still on the on the on the climb. I would say overall. So, how much of the change in the market do you attribute to, like the fact that the foreign buyers are? Well, I guess I shouldn't assume. Are, are, are for, did foreign are foreign buyers not buying anymore? From what you can see and what you hear. Or are they some of them still buying even though they have to pay this fifteen percent? I mean, I assume that pretty much no, no no foreign transactions are taking place. Well, you know what? It's it's funny. Um, uh, last July, I think they the numbers are never are never good um, here in Vancouver. They haven't been great at collecting data. Um, in July, I believe it was fourteen percent of transactions were were. Uh, foreign buyers, so not permanent residents or Canadian citizens. I think now it's close to four percent. So there's still, um, you know, it's it's kind of leveled out. It sounds like it's a little bit uh, lower than potentially Toronto right now. But uh, foreign buyers are still quite active. Where at least in our business, what we saw was uh, a lot of local uh, Vancouverites have have made a lot of money in real estate, and it's 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 a city full of savvy real estate investors. Um, and with the foreign buyers tax, a lot of those people looking to buy an investment property, um, you know, they basically press pause and we've had a lot of clients that have been taking a wait and see approach since August. Um, interestingly enough, January, we were kind of testing it, you know, what's, what's going to happen. It does seem to be ramping up a bit. And at least in you know, anecdotally, my clients right now, a lot of them that were were kind of holding off to wait and see, at least in the condo market, are are deciding they're they're going to make a move now. So, um, you know, I think that was the the largest segment that went away in the last six months was was those local local investors. Yeah, interesting. 
Um, so like how much of it, I guess I'm leading towards like how much of the, the change in the market would you say is just psychological, uh, a sort of a psychological response, as you say, people wait and see because they, they hear this news from the government and, you know, this big change in the market and people just, the market tends to just pause and, and then wait and see whenever there's a big government change that comes in. Um, how much of it is that? versus actually, you know, removing a huge pool of buyers from the market. Well, yeah, I mean, again, I, I think that uh, I think that a large uh, percentage of foreign buyers have disappeared and went elsewhere for the time being. Um, but, you know, I, I think more than anything, it is that psychology of the market. Like we, op- you know, we've talked about it before. We operate very much like a stock market. And when there's when there's bad news, uh, or uncertainty, um, people move to the sidelines. And I think that's what's happened over the last uh, six months or so. A lot of people have just kind of moved to the sidelines. To quantify it in any kind of meaningful way, it would be, it would be tough to say. The market in the media specifically, you know, the, the number of foreign buyers in our market, it, it's always been, you know, some have argued over, overstated. Um, and, you know, not to say, not to say, uh, whether or not that's true, but we've never had the numbers to kind of, to, to back up some of the, uh, the outlandish estimates. Well, whenever there is a change in the market and, and as you say, some segments are declining, new opportunities are created. Like if you're speaking to a real estate investor today, what opportunities are you highlighting to them to, to look at today in today's market in Vancouver? So right now, a lot of people, if they're if they're looking and depending on their price band, um, but we are directing a lot of people to the detached market in East Vancouver. I mean, lots and and uh, homes that were selling uh, in multiple offers just a year ago with you know ten, twenty, thirty offers are now sitting. So there's definitely an opportunity to capitalize on that ten to fifteen percent decrease. Um, and then also in the condo market, you know, downtown seems to be uh, very, very active, but the immediate surrounding areas are still active, but there's, there's opportunities to be had. So we might highlight an area like Chinatown, which is on kind of the, the east side of downtown or crosstown area as, um, you know, if somebody was looking for an investment property or even just um, the, the peripheral areas of downtown so like olympic village false creek um in and around mount pleasant mount pleasant where you can actually these these condos still command the same kind of rent uh as as the downtown uh, as a downtown one bedroom or two bedroom would get anyways so you know it's a it's a better cap rate better roi as far as uh as where we're concerned and and it, just to add to that, in terms of the the direction the city's trending, I mean, there's a there's a strong push east uh, in terms of development. That's where all the the cool coffee shops, the you know the the best restaurants and everything else, everything's kind of pushing that way. So if you can get in a little cheaper over there and uh, and get good rent, it's uh, it's a no brainer. We've we've heard it's similar to uh, the Toronto East End, although Matt and I are not very familiar with Toronto. But uh, all the east sides of cities tend to be <laughs> the, the sides <laughs> that are gentrifying. Rule, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the prevailing winds theory. I don't know if you heard that one, but um, yeah, the east side of, of downtown Toronto as well is is where most people would agree, myself included, the the bigger upside potential is moving forward. 
Um, one of the trends that we're really seeing in Toronto is because low-rise housing and detached housing in particular has become out of reach for so many people, more and more buyers are turning to the condo market or turning to the apartment market. Um, are you seeing that similar in Vancouver? Have you seen that? Do, do families in particular, I'm interested, are families, people with kids or people planning on kids, are they buying condos and, and living in condos as opposed to the traditional house, white picket fence, you know, that whole, uh, you know, right, dream right, of yeah. the past that we've sort of been raised with the, the North Americans at least. Well, yeah. And I mean, it, it's funny that you say that we just had Adrian Crook um, from fivekidsonecondo.com on our podcast a couple weeks back. Um, and he's, he's very much for the movement of he's, he's raising five kids in a, in a two bedroom in Yale town. Uh, so he's a, he's a great example of that. But, you know, in, in talking about the decline that we have seen in the detached market, uh, detached homes are still very much out of reach for the typical Vancouverite, uh, you know, dual income uh, uh, with a family. Uh, absolutely. So, you know, people are moving to smaller spaces and a lot of people have kind of embraced a more minimalism or minimalist uh, ideology. And um, we're definitely seeing that here for sure. And and just to add to that, I mean, a lot of people living in condos, um, townhomes were an obvious kind of next step up, you know, uh, if you had a young family. Those, for the most part in Vancouver, have become out of reach. You know, for a newer three-bed condo, you're looking at, or sorry, a newer three-bed uh, townhome, you're looking at uh, over a million dollars. Um, and when you add strata fees or, or the maintenance fees on top of that, um, you know, it's, it's sometimes more expensive than a single family home. So a lot of people living in condos and, uh, yeah, embracing it for the most part. That's great. That's good. Good to hear. Um, guys, it's been great chatting. Is there anything else that I didn't ask you, uh, about yourselves or about the Vancouver market that I should have asked you? I think we, I think we covered it all there. I, I, the, the long and short of it is, I think there's definitely still some opportunities in, in Vancouver, especially right outside of downtown. And, um, a lot of people we know that are looking to either buy and hold houses on the east side or, or buy to build, uh, have been watching the market. This is kind of an interesting thing. It's, it's sort of very real time, right? In the last 10 days or so, but I've spoken to more than one person who's, who's thinking that, uh, it might be the right time to to jump in and, and we're not going to see, you know, we've seen a considerable decline in the last six months, but we're not going to, you know, the inflection point has hit and and uh, it's a good time to buy right now. So we'll have to see uh, how that plays out. But um, yeah, East East Van Homes are, are what we're looking at. And, uh, and another just a side note is the Liberal government has talked now about um, they've confirmed that that people with work permits will not have to pay the foreign buyer tax. Um, which is, uh, in, in our opinion, I think a, a big win because it, it's going to allow people who want to come work in, in the city to do that without being penalized for, for home ownership, um, which, is, which is great. And, um, and uh, also there might be some, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to watch what happens uh, come, come post-election time uh, this year and uh, what happens with the tax. So we'll keep a keen eye to that. Great. Adam and Matt, thank you so much. And if people want to 
get a hold of you or, or be in touch with you, what's the best best place for them to do that? So you can check us out um, on iTunes or Stitcher um, and Google also Play. Google Play, or you can just go to our website at www.vancouverrealestatepodcast.com. Uh, or you can try me on my cell phone, 778-866-4574. And uh, I'm at 778-847-2854 or Matt at VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com. And hey, we'd love to hear from some of your listeners. Great. Thanks so much, guys. And hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Okay, okay take thanks. care. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.